0: What is up, brothers and sisters? Welcome to the Mitch Gray Show. We are so pumped that you are taking time to listen to our podcast. Um, we love the support and feedback that we're getting. Thank you, thank you. So appreciative um, of everyone and, and the feedback that you're giving us. Um, please make sure to share and tell your friends about us if, if there's ever any topic um, or, or a certain um, episode that really touched your heart and uh, uh, made you enjoy life a little more, please share that episode. Uh, the more support we can get, the more, uh, the more we can expand our territory, the more people we can inspire and just make this world an awesome, awesome place. It already is awesome, but we want to make it even, we want to bring the awesome levels so high that... People can't even stand it, okay? That's what we want to do. We want the awesomeness level to be unbelievably high, okay? You can be a part of that. Um, check us out on social media, M. Gray Media, G-R-A-Y Media. That's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, yeah, so don't have a whole lot to update you with on the music side of things. We are working on a couple of uh, of uh, recording projects. I think I told you in one of the other episodes that I'm working on what I'm calling a legacy album. Uh, just kind of paying tribute to the type of music I grew up with, um, the type of music that definitely planted a seed of art and creativity within me, and so I'm going to pay homage to that a little bit. We're already getting a little bit of uh, really cool support on that project, and we're having fun with it. So um, we'll start working on the new full Band project after the first of the year, hopefully have it out by February or March. It's going to be rocking, I'm telling you. It's just going to get more rocking every time we do new projects, so... Uh, We're also working with a couple of other artists that one of them is going to be putting out some new music soon that we're producing, and so we're excited about that. Just trying to give people permission to use their gifts and passions to give back to the world. That's what it's all about. So, um, yeah, so make sure you share your comments with us. Go review our podcast and uh, leave us a review. Share it with your friends. Let's just have some fun with this, okay? Okay. Okay, today's a Wednesday, so we're going to give you a Wisdom Wednesday. I'm super stoked about this. I've had it in my back pocket for a couple of weeks, and now I'm going to share it with you. Um, the Wisdom Wednesday for today, so if you don't know what Wisdom Wednesday is, I try and give you a, a book recommendation on, on the Wednesday episode of The Mitch Gray Show. So today's Wisdom Wednesday book recommendation is by a great guy, his name is John Acuff, John Acuff, great guy. His book, new book, Finish, you must go get it, okay? Right now, like, you can pause the podcast right now and go get John's book, Finish. You can buy it at any bookstore, you can buy it digitally, you can buy it uh, online and have it shipped to you. Heck, I don't know, you could probably even go to John's website and, and beg him to autograph one for you, I don't know. Maybe that'll work. I'm pretty sure he loves queso. I just follow him on social media, and he's always talking about queso, so I'm pretty sure if you probably sent him some queso, he would probably send you an autographed copy of his new book, Finish. I can't speak for him. I don't know him personally, but I'm pretty sure he loves queso that much. Okay, so John Acuff's book, Finish, you must go get it, especially if you're a creative, entrepreneurial-type uh, person that is working hard, has a, a hustle. Maybe you're working that full-time job, and you're trying to do things like have podcasts and write books and do music and go back to school and start a business. If that's you, then Finish is definitely perfect. It's a tool that you need in your toolbox. Um, he has this concept, and I don't want to talk about it too much because you have to go finish the book. But he has this concept that's, that he calls stacking the finish line. And I really, really like that concept. It's something that has helped me because I'm a dreamer. I'm constantly coming up with new ideas. I'm constantly advising people on their ideas. And so oftentimes when we are having to work that full-time job to pay the bills while doing our dream jobs... We have all this stuff that kind of piles up, and John has this idea of stacking the finish line when it comes to projects or new ideas or things like that, that I think you'll really enjoy. So, Wisdom Wednesday, November 1st, 2017, on the Mitch Gray Show, go buy the book by John Acuff called Finish. You will not be disappointed, I promise you. Okay, Um, really cool uh, topic today, and today's topic is going to lead us into about five episodes of another topic that, that are actually going to build on each other. I don't always do episodes that build on each other because I just have all this cool stuff I want to talk about. But the next five days beginning tomorrow, the next five episodes, excuse me, they're really going to be a series of some really cool stuff that, that I really think uh, you're going to be able to use to propel you forward in what we call this, this life of deeper living. But for today, a really cool topic that I'm super, super excited about. I know I say that every episode because I'm excited about every topic for the most part. For today's topic, I want to mention the word that I think most people actually, if they're honest, allow to dictate their lives. I'm that way. Maybe you're this way. Most people I talk to are this way and 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 I kind of think about this quite a bit because I want to overcome this word or should I say I want to welcome this word in so that I can overpower it but my dad and I were having a conversation the other day about some various business people that we know that have done some really savvy things and are doing a really cool thing in the business world and my dad mentioned this word and then I was in the gym yesterday and for some reason, as I was working out, this word kept coming to mind. And so I'm going to mention this word and talk about it. And then I'm going to be a little vulnerable and share with you uh, the way this word has impacted my life. But then I'm going to give you six things today that will literally change your life. I know that and I can bet on that because it's changed my life. And and it's not one of those things that changed my life one time. It's something that literally every day when I think about these six things, it continues to evolve my life in a positive uh, direction. Okay, so the word is a four-letter word, and that word is fear. Fear. And if you think about fear, I would say the majority of people in life allow fear to dictate everything they do. Think about it. I don't have enough money. I need to make more money. Fear. What if I don't have enough money for retirement? Fear. What if I started that new business and it failed? Fear. What if I went back to school at 60 years old and I was the oldest person in the class? Fear. What if I took a leap of faith and prepared and planned and jumped out and moved to a new city to expand my territory and my horizons? But what if it doesn't work out? What if everything falls flat? What if I have to move back? Fear. What happens when we're the young married couple and we start having kids? Are we going to be good parents? Are we going to do it right? Are our kids going to turn out to be imbeciles or good people? Fear. What happens if I drive this car 500 miles and go to a new place? Is my car going to break down? Am I going to have a flat tire? (laughs) It never ends fear. I want to pretend for the next few minutes that fear is a person. That fear is a person. And fear has come to meet with us, and we're going to deal and interact with fear the way we would any other person. We're not going to give this person too much power But we're going to listen to its wisdom. We're going to consider the questions they ask. But we're not going to allow them to plant seeds of negativity and doubt. So we're going to pretend for the next few minutes that fear is a person. And in a minute, I'm going to give you six things that will radically change your life. But first... I want to share with you what fear has done in my life. Number one, fear in my younger years caused great arrogance and entitlement. I had the dream as a young boy at 9, 10 years old of what I was going to do in my adult life. And I believed it firmly and quite frankly, I still believe that vision. It's different than what I thought it would be. But I still believe the vision and passion I was given at 9 and 10 years old is what I am headed toward now and doing. And this podcast is a part of that. But at nine and 10 years old and then through my teenage years, I became a person that had a little bit of influence and had a little bit of leadership and had a little bit of success. And I came up in a very um, healthy family and a whole family and a family that was decently successful. No, we didn't have a lot of money and we weren't wealthy by any means. But we, my parents had good jobs, and they were good people, are good people. They were always there for us. They always supported us. They always did things with us. It was a good all-American family. But fear was always there. And the fear in my situation looked like this. Will I ever live up to my own expectation? Will I ever live up to the expectation of others? And so fear turned into an unrealistic expectation of myself, which led to, in my earlier adult years, devastation. I thought I had one dream job and I lost it. I went to another job, and it was a really good job, but I wanted to go back to my, uh, my, 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 quote, dream job. So I went back to that dream job, and I lost it again. And this pattern happened over and over, which had then led to depression and burnout and a sense of failure, which led to devastation and self-destruction and finding myself on a path where I was never meant to be. You see, friends, when we allow fear to drive us, it pushes us to places we were never meant to be. So my question always is to myself and others, why in the world are we letting fear drive us? Why would we let fear dictate our lives when fear keeps us up at night and makes us have high cholesterol and high blood pressure and eat bad and uh, and attain other unhealthy things and our hair falls out and our family goes down and things just don't work the way they should because we often allow fear to drive us. Okay, let's pretend that fear is a person and fear is sitting across the table from us. We are now going to interact with fear the way we would any other person in a healthy manner, in a positive manner, in a manner of centeredness and fullness and permission. Let me tell you right now, brothers and sisters, here are the three greatest fear, greatest causes of fear. These are the three greatest causes of fear. Number one, ignorance. Ignorance is one of the greatest causes of fear. What do I mean by that? Here's what I mean. You often hear people speak in terms of fear this way. Oh, I could never do that. Or no, it's just not the right time in life. Or I just don't have the resources. Or I just don't think I'll make that work. In other words, what people are saying when they make statements like that, what they're really saying is, I don't yet have enough knowledge to make a sensible decision. I don't yet have enough knowledge to really know what my options are. Maybe you can go back to school. You just don't know what your options are. Ignorance. Maybe you could move to that other city. You just don't know what your options are. Ignorance. Maybe you could start that new business. You just haven't explored all the ways to start a new business. Ignorance. Maybe you could work that side job. Maybe you could get out of debt. Maybe your spouse does support you more than you ever thought they did. Maybe you are good and talented enough, but you just haven't explored those opportunities you haven't educated yourself you haven't learned all the ways of the world and what resources are there ignorance you just haven't given yourself a chance and so when you don't when you ha- when you have ignorance and you haven't educated yourself then fear comes to the top and fear then begins to inspire your negativity and your attitude of "I could never do that. That could never be me." Let's talk about relationships. Maybe in your relationship with whoever your your kids, yourself, your parents, your spouse, your partner, your best friend, uh, your co coworkers, maybe your relationships aren't where they want to be. And think about most of the time uh, the reason relationships are at a difficult place is because no one wants to initiate something to motivate healthy dialogue and healthy action, ignorance. In other words, someone doesn't want to take the opportunity to prepare themselves to actually step into healing that relationship, ignorance. Ignorance is almost like this unappreciated, undervalued concept. In other words, it's almost like we don't understand how powerful ignorance is. Because if we understood how powerful ignorance was, (laughs) we would do our best to educate ourselves in all areas to overcome ignorance. It's what I call the toothpick principle. Here is my imagination and story of how the toothpick was created. I believe that in the 1700s or 1800s or something like that, I don't know, I believe there was this cowboy sitting around a campfire, and the guy that was the chef for the, for the cowboys, he had made some really good steak and beans on the fire, right? And after Cowboy Joe had gotten done eating his steak and beans, he took a part of a tree... And he whittled it down to fit perfectly in between his teeth. And then he started picking out the steak from his teeth, thus creating a toothpick. And Cowboy Joe looked around at his posse and he said, Boys, that worked out really well. Y'all want to try that? And they all tried Cowboy Joe's new toothpick. But the problem is, Cowboy Joe's toothpick never went beyond the campfire. Because Cowboy Joe didn't realize that maybe the rest of us need a toothpick after we eat a steak, right? Or chicken, or rice, or greens. Ah, especially greens. Spinach especially. You have to have a toothpick after you eat spinach. Am I right? I know I'm right, okay? But Cowboy Joe was ignorant. And I understand that in the 1800s, Cowboy Joe didn't realize how big the world was, right? It was him and his posse and their cows. They talked to cows more than they talked to people. But the point is, when you run off of the toothpick theory and the toothpick principle, you never allow yourself to think beyond your campfire, your posse, your tribe. That is being dictated by ignorance. We have to realize that the world is massive. And the universe has resources within it that we can't even imagine. So, brothers and sisters, don't let your life be dictated by ignorance. The second greatest cause of fear, lack of preparation. The first cause was ignorance. The second cause is lack of preparation. When I was in fifth grade, I was already singing and doing music. And I grew up in Oklahoma, so... I'm a, I am entered this contest for uh, 4-H. If y'all don't know what 4-H is because you're not country enough, then you need to look up 4-H and get your kids involved because it's, it's not just for country folk. 4-H is a really cool thing, okay? We did speeches, and we showed animals, and we raised uh, crops. And then we did things like they had a, a singing contest, a talent contest every year across the state called Share the Fun. And so in fifth grade, I entered this contest share the fun i'm like man people tell me i can sing so i'm gonna go give it a shot so i practice a little bit notice i said a little bit i practice a little bit i chose to sing god bless the usa lee greenwood fancy song back then fancy song now people love it i get up there on stage and i'll never forget the curtains had to have been like 40 foot high right Big, those big velvet ones, you know, that are in theaters. And I get up on stage and the curtains are closed and I'm standing there thinking, man, I cannot remember the first line of this song for the life of me. I could remember the second verse, but I couldn't start on the second verse, number one, because everybody knew the song. And number two, if I start on the second verse, it's going to mess up the whole song because I don't know the first verse. I was thinking, man, I don't know the first verse of the song. I cannot remember. Those curtains started to open and guess where Mitch went? Off the stage, I ran. That's the only time I've ever run off stage, right? I ran off stage because I could not remember the first verse of God bless the USA. Why? I hadn't practiced like I should I have. I hadn't prepared myself for a performance in front of hundreds of people on a stage with a large velvet curtain. I hadn't prepared myself. And so oftentimes, the greatest cause of fear isn't talent, it isn't passion, it isn't ignorance, but instead we have all the knowledge and the talent and the passion, but we don't prepare ourselves the way we should. Brothers and sisters, don't let yourself be the one that's ill-prepared. Because fear is the person sitting across the table from you, looking at you, smiling, and wondering, how prepared are you, really? Always be prepared, in season and out of season, on a day off, on a day on. Always be prepared, and doors of opportunity opportunity will open. The third greatest cause of fear, and for me, this is also the most empowering The third greatest cause of fear is permission, not permission from others. There are so many people living in this world who have not yet given themselves permission to live a full and passionate life. Maybe it's because of ignorance. Maybe it's because of lack of preparation. Maybe it's because of fear in general. Maybe it's because they think people are holding them back. Maybe it's because they think they don't have the resources. Maybe it's because they think they were brought up in a uh, socioeconomic status that is holding them back. There are many different reasons. But what I'm finding as I visit with people and talk to people and listen to people is that the core of it all is so many people have not given themselves permission to live I call this okayness are you okay with who you are today friends that should be a yes and a no because you should be perfectly okay with this present moment but not willing to settle so in other words you're going to take the steps physically mentally emotionally spiritually to become an even better person tomorrow and you'll be okay with that. And then the next day, better and okay with that. It doesn't mean we're striving or burdensome. What it simply means is we're opening our minds and our spirits and our hearts and our souls to constantly learning, constantly bringing new information in, constantly listening to people, constantly making new opportunities. That makes us an even healthier person. So we're okay with who we are now, but we're ready to be who we're going to be tomorrow. Okayness. What do you need to do to give yourself permission to live? The three greatest causes of fear, ignorance, lack of preparation, and permission. The three greatest enemies of fear. And brothers and sisters, this is when you pick up your cup of tea and you look fear, the person sitting across the table from you who you've been conversing with for the last 30 minutes. You look fear in the eye and you say, fear, I appreciate you coming to sip tea with me. Because now we're going to have a conversation that's going to radically change everything. Number one fear, I know that the greatest enemy of you is if I share my gift and my passion with the world, it changes everything. I may not be great at it now, but I'm going to start. The first enemy of fear is to actually do something, to actually share your gift and passion with the world. But bitch, I'm not very good at it. You're right. You may not be. And that's okay. Just start. Just write the blog. Just make the CD. Just enroll in one class. Just start planning to build a family. Just start looking at the new opportunity. Just start talking to investors. Just start exploring resources. Take a step and begin Because the interesting thing is when you create the the habitual action of taking a small step, fear begins to smile and evaporate away. So actually begin sharing your gifts and passions with the world because brothers and sisters, we need you. We need you. We need your idea. We need your gift and your passion. We need your wisdom. We need that in this world. It's awaiting you. So open the door. Number two, the, 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 of the three greatest enemies of fear, preparation and hustle. If we prepare and we work hard, we start overpowering and mastering fear. So make sure when you're ready to take those steps that you've educated yourself, but don't wait too long, because if you wait too long, you become paralyzed. Educate yourself as much as you need for that one step. And then educate yourself some more and prepare for that next step. And the process continues and then you build build this rhythm of life where you are now preparing yourself and working hard and hustling and sharing your gift and your passion with the world. And maybe it turns into your next business venture. Maybe it turns into your next career. Maybe it turns into a beautiful family. Maybe it turns into some wild adventure. Or maybe, just maybe... It was there all along to inspire you to greater living. And that is OK. The third greatest enemy of fear ha ha <laughs> ha! I love this one. Be a friend of fear. Invite fear in. Have a cup of tea with fear. Break bread with fear. Remember, we're pretending that fear is a person. And if you think of someone you've not gotten along with well, what happens when all of a sudden you break bread together? What happens when all of a sudden you go out to the bar together? What happens when all of a sudden you go to a concert together or you go shopping together? What happens when all of a sudden you start welcoming that person in and getting to know them and exploring who they are? Things change drastically, most of the time for the good. At minimum, that person wonders why in the world you're being so nice to them and maybe they run off. Hey, at least you tried, right? But most of the time, when you begin to serve and to befriend your enemy, they then drop their barrier and see the love. Fear is the same way, brothers and sisters. When we begin to to go to a concert with fear, when we begin to eat pizza with fear, or to laugh with fear, and say, Fear, thank you for motivating me, we then become the master of fear. Fear. And oftentimes, some would say, well, that's when the fear subsides. I don't believe it does. I believe that fear is always present because I believe that fear is the balance of arrogance. I believe that we need fear to stay humble. I believe that we need fear to propel us forward. I believe that we need fear to help us along in life. And so fear is my friend. And I welcome fear in and I say, fear, what do you have for me today? And sometimes fear says this in the voice in my head. Sometimes fear says, Mitch, you can't do it. There's no way. They're not going to listen to you. That'll never work. And I say, okay, thank you very much. I appreciate that wisdom. And now I'm going to use that to educate myself and to hustle even more and to prepare myself and to spread the word of love and goodness even more because I allowed fear to propel me forward. The three greatest enemies of fears, brothers and sisters. Share your gift of passion with the world. Prepare and hustle and be a friend with fear. Invite him or her in <laughs> to have a cup of tea. And to say, fear, thank you for being my friend. Now, let's do this. Brothers and sisters, I pray that you can overcome and master and, pow- and, 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 and and become the master of fear in your life. That fear won't hold you back any longer, but instead you'll take those awesome steps to live a deeper life. Hey, have a great day, friends. I will be back and better than ever next time on the next episode where we are going to introduce... Ooh, a great series. I'm so excited for the series. You're going to enjoy it. Hey, remember the uh, Wisdom Wednesday. Go get the book by John Acuff. It's called Finish. You can get it anywhere. Uh, follow us on social media, Media, and we'll talk to you soon. Have a great day, friends.